Yo, 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 yo's. Episode number 23 of America's Hometown Horror is brought to you by Shine Through Window Cleaning. Shine Through Window Cleaning is a family-owned and operated company that proudly serves Plymouth and the surrounding area. They treat your home or business like they would treat their own, and they believe in building their reputation on every job they do. Window cleaning, gutter cleaning, and power washing needs at 781-812-9189. That's 781-812-9189. Or at shinethroughwindowcleaning.com. That's right, their new website, shinethroughwindowcleaning.com. That's shine, T-H-R-U, window cleaning. Shine through. Through? Through. Through window cleaning. The film which you are about to see is an account of the tragedy which befell a group of five youths. In particular, Sally Hardesty and her invalid brother, Franklin. It is all the more tragic in that they were young. But had they lived very, very long lives, they could not have expected nor would they have wished to see as much of the mad and macabre as they were to see that day. For them, an idyllic summer afternoon drive became a nightmare. The events of that day were to lead to the discovery of one of the most bizarre crimes in the annals of American history, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. What is up? What's going on, everyone? Oh. Happy Memorial Day. Yeah. Weekend. Weekend. Yes. Yes. (laughs) This comes out on Wednesday, so they don't know. Yeah, it will be... It's the weekend. It's Sunday. Memorial Day weekend will be a thing of the past, and uh, it'll be summertime, which is pretty awesome. Right, and it'll be much warmer than it was on Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. Tomorrow will be my first day off in 23 days. Too bad you can't go to the beach. Wow. Friggin' freezing. Look at you. That is an unbelievably long amount of time to work. That is way too much. Yeah. (laughs) day off. But yeah, what's up guys? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of America's Hometown Horror. My name is Mike. You've heard Kat and Andrew already. And uh, we are just hanging out here. Memorial Day weekend, as Andrew said. Looking forward to talking about a classic movie tonight. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Based on true events. And yeah, we're going to talk about that. It's not though. Tonight. Well, yeah. It is not. But and that's actually, one of the first movies to ever do that. get into that. Just for sure. For sure. Hey, you guys. Before hey. we jump into our items of the night, I happen to be drinking This a, is the uh, item of the night. Ooh, we could turn that into a thing. That was perfect. I'm going to turn that into a sound bite. I'm going to play it in between news items now. Nice. There we go. That's a good idea. Pretty good. Good I job. I can record it. So I hold here. In that's my... all that comes out of this podcast. It was a success. I hold here, <laughs> in my right hand, a Bud Light. And this Bud Light is in a wonderful black koozie with our America's Hometown Horror Podcast logo on it. And it is badass. It's wicked badass. Wicked badass. Does it dude. keep your beer wicked cold? It does. <laughs> and it keeps my hands dry. It's wonderful. I love it. It is courtesy of our friend Jen. Yes. Over at Duckio Designs, plural. And uh, Jen is a good friend of yours, Kat. Talk a little bit about her business, what she does, and how we got these awesome koozies. Yeah, no, Jen, um, she recently started her own little side hustle. 
And, um, you know, we went to college together, majored in the same craft design major, became instant friends and roommates, and we're still friends, really good friends, best friends to this day. She was in our wedding. She was in our wedding. Maybe she can make us some masks to wear. Ooh. Um, well, I will say, to be fair, right now she's just starting out. To be fair. She's just starting out. <clears throat> and she's doing um, different things, like she did our koozies. She did Otis the Hound Dog, a nice doggy bandana mm-hmm. with his Looks name on great. it. great. Awesome. And she's done other canvas totes, hoodies. She's done some art pieces on canvas. She paints, too. So, yeah, she's awesome. She does custom design jobs, too. So check her out. Yeah, but I would highly recommend the koozies. Uh, she has on her Instagram page a number of other koozies she's done, including some Star Wars ones that I saw that came out awesome. So, uh, Duckio Design. Huge fan of the koozies, this one especially, and uh, definitely check their page out. They're on Instagram at Duckio Designs, or you can also email her. Her email address is uh, in her bio on Instagram. Right? Yeah. Okay. You can also email us. No, you won't, but you can email us (laughs) anything. Yes, you can also email us, hometownhorrorpodcast at gmail.com. If you need a good place to take a shit, you can just ask me. (laughs) (laughs) That's correct. That's correct. And now, before we jump into our topic, a couple of quick news items. All right. Hey, guys, (laughs) continuing a theme of the last few weeks. Hey, there's more news about Scream 5. Oh, great. And it is that... David Arquette is returning as Officer Dewey and going to star in Scream 5. Dewey, back for Scream 5. It's so exciting. Your thoughts? I'm very excited. I love Deputy Dewey. Yes, great character. Also a yeah. uh, good spoof in a uh, scary movie. Deputy, Deputy Doofy. Doofy. Yeah, yeah, Deputy Doofy, the best. Deputy the best. Dog is the best. Yes, he's a good character. <laughs> but yeah, we, we've talked a lot about Scream 5 over the last few episodes because there's always been news breaking, but uh, excited to see where this goes. I think it's this is getting old, this news of the week, where it's that and nothing else. Yeah. Nothing's happening. A couple other things, though. So yesterday, as of this recording, was the 40th anniversary of The Shining being released in theaters. Wow. In theaters. 40 years old, The Shining, which is crazy. That is nuts. Yeah. One of our favorite movies. We did a... All-time great one of my favorite episodes that we've done was uh, was The Shining. That was our second episode that we ever released, which was, man, we were green in the gills back then. Back, uh, we were, yeah. We've gotten much better. As yeah, we're on. much less green. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, just... Exactly. We're light green. We're just, <laughs> but if you're listening now and you want to laugh Yellow, and hear us kind of stumble through recording, we recorded that one on New Year's Eve, I think. Yeah, we... Before we went to uh, Red Tea. After, after Red, no, it was after Red Tea. It follows the original. Oh, never mind. After Red Tea, that was uh, Krampus was our first episode. I think that yeah, Krampus Krampus was first, and then it was The Shining was number two, and then then it follows. Right, it was more like it. It swallows. It falls on its face. Drunk. Falls on its face. Flat on the floor. Yeah, so The Shining, 40 years old, great movie. We did an episode on it. We love it. I won't elaborate too much more than that. Go check it out. Uh, another interesting piece of news. So in June, on June 1st, The Silence of the Lambs. Oh, I thought you were going to have another news for June 1st besides The Silence of the Lambs. 
Well, it's gonna be Cat's. It's gonna be Cat's birthday. Yes, it's my birthday. Woo! Right, June starts her birthday month-long celebration. Said to make shout out for my birthday. Also on June first, <laughs> you'll be able to watch The Silence of the Lambs on Netflix, and you'll also be able to stream the entire Hannibal series. Love that show on Netflix. I was gonna ask you if you'd seen it. I'd yeah. seen it when it was on Prime. Yes, it is a great show. I watched the whole all, three, seasons, three seasons. Three seasons. Three seasons. And it got canceled, but there's talk of In, if it does well on Netflix, it might it get me revived. two weeks to watch all three seasons. Oh yeah, it's I great. was so addicted to that. show. Matt yes, Mickelson is awesome too. as Hannibal. He's phenomenal and yeah. phenomenal. 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 God. And uh, the guy that plays uh, what's his face? Hugh Dancy. He plays. Uh, He's very dancing. Will Graham. Yeah, yes. he's, he's awesome as well. Yes, that, that, that show's amazing. If it you is. haven't seen it, check it out. I'm not going to spoil it. Yeah, perfect time for a rewatch. You're home. Came out like 10 years ago, but whatever. You're looking for shit to watch. Watch that fucking it. show. I would love for Netflix it's great. to take it back. That'd be awesome. There's talk, yeah, there's talk of it. because Well, it actually was a pretty good ending to the series because they kind of ended where the books were before the Silence of the Lambs novel. It had the whole Red Dragon storyline, which they also made a movie about, but I think the series did a better job of adapting it. It's just a great show. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, Red Dragon was good. Ralph Fiennes in Red Dragon was phenomenal. Yes. Rafe Fiennes. Yeah, awesome. Rafe. Awesome, Fiennes. awesome villain. Ralph, Rafe. Great movie. Great show. Oh, Love Silence God. of the Lambs. Love that series. All right. So... We are on to tonight's movie, which is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I thought you usually said it's a topic du jour. Topic du jour. It's the topic of the jour. Topic of the jour. Topic of the jour. Topic du jour. That sounds good. Mm. That I sounds think I'll good. have that. I'll have that. And the topic of du jour is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which, of course, you don't need me to tell you, is an iconic classic horror movie. Uh, that is classic for a reason. It's scary. It's demented. It's gross. And uh, it's classic. It's classic. It's, it's <laughs> classic. Yeah, it's it's a classic. It's yeah. based. It's a stereotypical horror movie. Yeah. yeah, but it's done so grainy as fuck, and it looks. It just. I feel like I'm just watching it actually happen. It feels real when you're watching it. Yeah, it doesn't feel like you're gives, watching a movie. Like that was one of the movie. This movie scared the shit out of me the first time I saw it because the whole vibe of it just. It seemed too real. It's so real. Yeah. It's like, because it doesn't seem like, it seems like someone half-assed made a movie. Yeah. But that's what life is. It's not like all these, this, it's It's like the Blair Witch Project. Yeah. It's like you're sense. driving yeah. down the road yeah. and all of a sudden you pull over and then you wander, you know, like, I'm going to go for a walk over here and then you're getting murdered by some fucking hillbilly family. Yeah. That's terrifying. Because that probably happens and nobody knows about it. Oh, yeah. Like all the time. And that house, yeah. like, everything in the house, too, seemed so real and seemed so, That's because like, it was real. That poor chicken left in that fucking cage during it where they go in the room yeah. of bones. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Well, just because it was filmed when it was filmed, like, none of it was, like, nowadays... It, okay, so comparison to the newer Texas Chainsaw Massacre... Like, they totally had all these crazy props of, like, heads floating in jars or, like, little pieces of body parts and stuff. 
they didn't have that in the first one because no one does that. That's just super creepy. They're not like pickling eyeballs. Like no, they don't have. They're not they're that. Just, they just. That's just a whole other. They level just don't of clean like, up after they murder people. They just leave bones in rooms. Exactly. And they're but just like we're gross. It's more realistic. Like when they go up to the second floor and it's like the grandfather is, is like you don't know if he's dead or not. You find out later he's not dead. But like he's got a weird fetish. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sucking on them fingers. But that oh, even it almost, so gross. It almost looked just like what we just watched with. Um, oh my god, what did we just watch with the the guy? The father gets buried in the hole. Oh, the sinner. This. Oh, we watched. Yes, we finished the sinner, and at the end, it reminded me of like the room that she takes her up in, and it's like empty. That was like the grandparents' room. It's yeah. a terrible comparison because no one's seen that. The Sinner? That's a popular show. It's a pretty like. popular show. Yeah. I'm sorry, that was rude as fuck. Ah, the rude. I was trying to be like more funny and sarcastic when I said it, and I just was no. like, "That's terrible." Shut up. The Sinner. No, it was on. Is it on HBO? <laughs> no, it's on USA. 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 I was trying no. too hard to be an asshole that time. Yes. And it came flat. Yeah. It wasn't and funny. You just okay. sound like an asshole. Well, so. look, look at you. I thought there was something to it, and then I said it, and I was like. That is just terrible. No. I sp- the- no, no. Not terrible like, I'm not worried that I offended you. I'm saying terrible isn't that wasn't funny or anything. It was just stupid. Right. I agree. I don't Let's care move if I on. You. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so. <laughs> yes, continue. It reminded me of that scene in The Sinner at the end. I don't want to give too much away, but it was a very empty room that they ended up in, and it seemed like the same kind of vibe when it was like, just like, she gets up to this room and it's just like her, the two older, one of them is dead and the other one is like half alive. And they're just in this empty room, like in a rocking chair, like Brian. rotting away. Yeah, Brian, there's a half dead fat guy eating a dead fat. <laughs> it was just bizarre. You can eat that dead fat guy. The whole thing—it's just—it's disturbing. That would just make me think more of Psycho when Anthony. Perkins there were definitely vibes of Psycho the in this center, movie, and which it was clearly Brian. influenced by Psycho. Yeah, clearly influenced Jessica by Beals Psycho. In that, right. In the center uh, oh, and the, the first remake season, not the yes. second, not the one we just watched. Well, there's three seasons at the center now. We watched She's only in one season. season. Three. She's only in season, season one. Season one. Yeah, season, season one. one. That's a shame. Indeed. Babe. So. But she's also in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The remake. Yeah, she is. The remake. She is. So we, we kind of just talked a little bit about the movie, and we'll get into categories and everything else that we usually do. I thought you said you didn't watch the center. I've seen the previews. It shows up on <laughs> anytime you scroll past anything. The center. It's on Netflix, right? Yeah. Yeah, so anytime you stop on something, it gives you a fucking... Mm. Recommendation? Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it reminds me of that show The Sinner, or Psycho, when he goes upstairs. But Yeah. The Sinner. Right. We'll use that as the... Sorry. It just, Should be. It just bothers me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, Andrew... This is obviously an iconic horror movie. Where does this rank in your personal like list this, of this, horror? Would this movies? be considered a slasher? Yes, I, I think this arguably Even is one, he of just first, one of the people. first slashers. Still a slasher, right? Mm-hmm. Easily, because this is yeah one of the first slashers. So this is my favorite slasher movie, I think. Yeah, because I'm not like a huge slasher fan, so I'm not either. Is... It's not my favorite. But genre so if this is considered horror. a slasher movie, which I guess it is because there's idiots running around and yeah. getting killed. Maybe not slashed, but bludgeoned. Yeah, 
It's a good. It's my top. So I don't know where that falls. Probably outside my top ten. Yeah. Was that? Is that it? That's yeah. Yeah. That's fine. That good. Yeah. You got, you got enough. Cat. Cat. <laughs> what about you? I, I. I. Safe to say for you that you saw the remake first before you saw the original one. I think so. Or if I did see the original, I saw it in like pieces. I didn't see it in. It's entirety, I don't think, ever. I would see, yeah, I I would see pieces here and there forever. I know you're a fan of the remake. Yes. And it's a good movie, I agree, it's a good remake. What did you think of it re-watching this movie again today about the original? Like, what stood out to you versus the remake? I think, well, because then I'm comparing the remake to the original versus the original to the remake, which I think is a little bit different. When you think about it, you know what I mean. Yeah, I know. What you mean. <laughs> I was but, confused for a moment, but I figured it out. Um, so I like what Andrew was saying. I liked the aspect of the older movie in that it seemed more real because the remake seemed like a movie. It yeah. totally seemed scripted. There were people there at a certain time. There were fog lights and like. Well, nobody looked like Jessica Biel in the original one, so you right, can tell it's not chicks. like. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was totally set up to be like a movie in its entirety and like fictional. It didn't seem real at all. Like I didn't. I wasn't nervous that like of Leatherface in that movie because he didn't seem like a real person. Yeah. But then when you watch the old one, it's like. I even said at one scene because he switched his face at dinner to like a woman's face. Well, he put makeup, makeup on, yeah. right? Or maybe he had the same mask on. I don't yeah, know I don't if know. he had different masks or whatever. It looked slightly more feminine. He looked but, more like Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes, yeah, yeah, he yeah. Did. <laughs> but Leatherface is like a real person in the old movie. In the new yeah. movie, he he's like almost like a creature, like a burn victim. Like something's wrong with his face. Yeah, he's not like just wearing someone's skin off, over yeah, his face. No, yeah, no, he is. He's like something. Well, else. there's something like, wrong with him. Right. Yeah. He squeals like a pig. Right. And their daddy is. I'll get into. I'll boy. get into that. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely. Yeah. There was. There's a, a lot big about difference that. between Leatherface between the first one and the second one. He probably um, it was probably uh, Sloth what? from the Goonies. Yeah, yeah, Sloth. It was probably yeah. him underneath that mask. Um, basically, is his fact. Yeah, like and I mean, I that was in the same sense of like that was. I think that was around the same time that The Hills Have Eyes came out too. Yeah, this is before and that. This, but not too far. This right? movie was stated by Wes Craven to be an influence on The Hills Have Eyes. Because I was going to say yeah. some of the characters the. Some of the characters in this movie reminded me of that weird Hills oh, Have Eyes kind the, of feeling. The guy them. washing the windshield? Yeah. He hit, his head looked fucking strange. Yeah. Like he had like a mutated head, like, right. he, like he had been exposed to radiation. And that's, yeah. So then that's why I was like, those movies are really similar. And it's like to the point where it doesn't seem real. Like well, the, you're like, where are you? What are you doing? Is the, this like a real place? The problem is that these movies are just making fun of like West Virginians, basically. They're comparing them to mutants, essentially. Yeah. I mean, what's the other movie? Uh, oh, John Voight. Uh, oh, uh, Deliverance. Deliverance. Yeah. Same idea. Yeah. This, Hills Have Eyes. Like, if you live in the mountains, you are a mutant and you right. sleep with your fucking cousin. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're in that small of a town and there's nowhere around you and whatever. Yeah. Well, you can definitely watch this movie and you can see, as we kind of just talked see the about, similarities. the similarities sure. and the influence that this movie had on a lot of modern horror directors like West. Uh, well, not modern, but a lot of horror directors. This movie came out in 1974, you have to realize. Right. So it influences this is, yeah. movies over decades. But, like, for instance, Wes Craven's movies, I feel like, are directly influenced by these, especially The Hills Have Eyes. People Under the Stairs. Last House on the Left, I think he did too. Um, I love that movie. Yeah, 
Fucked. Uh, Rob Zombie, 100%. This is a Rob Zombie movie oh. before Rob Zombie was making movies. But Rob Zombie's, the difference is Rob Zombie goes way too over the top with it. Yeah. Like, it's almost, it's so unreal. Like, you, you lost me at some point. Yeah. Like, they're good, I like them, but this is just a genuinely well-done, low-budget mm. horror movie that proves that low-budgets for horror movies probably do it better. Less is better with a horror movie. Uh, so you, you literally just took the words right out of my mouth, right? So I think the reason this movie is so great is it, it, it sticks to the formula of sometimes that less is more. And sometimes what you don't see is scarier than what you do see. Right. Because watching this again, yes, there's some blood. There's some chainsaws. There's people getting stuck on meat hooks. There's people getting cut up. All that shit happens off screen. You don't see it actually happening. But in the remake, you do. You do, which is a difference. And they wanted to do it that way for a reason. They had to differentiate it. And there were some differences. Well, that was the early 2000s when they were more like just Correct. shock people. And like, ah. like Hostel came out Yeah, that was all too. about that shock, like, torture, fucking... The torture porn. Torture porn, yeah. That's, yeah. Torture porn. Yeah. Which to me is overrated. Like if you, I hate, I hate that It's like to me, too. a clean comic, term. a clean comic is better than a dirty comic. Because if a clean comic can be funny without swearing or being right. any offensive or anything like that, then that's funnier. Yeah. So, like, a horror movie that's funnier, not funnier, More scarier, funny. with less blood and less, you know, death scenes. Like, yeah. I don't I don't want, I don't like my horror movies like that. Yeah. I like them true. I agree. It's a real horror. I mean, it, it definitely feels real. Horror it, it doesn't feel like you're watching a movie. It feels mm-hmm. like you're watching someone's, like, documented trip through hell. Backwoods yeah. fucking hell. Which, it, it, this... Could be, you know, obviously there's more shit out there now. It's 1974, so that's what, almost 50 years later, almost. There's more disturbing shit out there, but this was the fucking OG. This was the movie that started it, that did all this fucked up shit. It's an old movie, and when you watch it, it still holds up. It's crazy. Yeah. Could be one of the most disturbing movies ever made, especially given the time that it came out. It's gritty, grimy. It's fucking disgusting. Well, it actually, like we talked about, showing you a lot of it, which is great. And it created one of the most memorable and iconic horror villains ever. I mean, Leatherface is up there with Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger. Yeah. To me, though, like, what makes this such a good horror Jason. Movie, he's, oh, he's well up there. Mm-hmm. He's one of the best. But, like, within a minute sets that tone and that vibe of being a creepy fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Like, real quick. Like, they do the little intro, like, based on the blah, 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 yep. blah. Yeah, the voiceover. And over. then it gets into, like, they're just driving and they're just listening to the news. And you're just hearing the news. Everything that's happening in the news is horrifying. And there's that... When they do, like, the um, the names, like, the actors' names and stuff, yes. like the opening credits. Yes. That whole vibe, it's like that. the, the way the music is and the if there's something to just... It sets this, like, ugh... Hmm. It's hard to explain, but it just, you know it's going to be uncomfortable. Yes, for sure. And so one of the things that I actually read about this when I was doing research, so the entire soundtrack for this movie, no musical instruments were used. It was all used with like all kinds of weird shit to just make sounds. That's really, yeah, that's that really would what be it was. similar to what an animal might hear in a slaughterhouse, they said. Wow, interesting. Because that's one of the themes of this movie, obviously. And it's reported that huh. while Toby Hooper was making this movie, like, he went vegetarian for a while. Uh, the guy that played Leatherface went vegetarian <laughs> for a while because they were supposed to be. And, you know, a lot of the, 
you know, the screenwriting and the scripts and stuff had a lot of the human victims compared just to animals. Do you think this was kind of a uh, commentary on that? Nature? Very well could have been. Very well could have been. So, admittedly, 1974 is a year where I have not seen too many horror movies. But what I will say is there are a few movies that are kind of iconic that were released this year. I think Texas Chainsaw Massacre is probably the best one, but there's one other contender for probably the best horror movie of the year, uh, Black Christmas. Yeah, that was a good movie. You like this or, or Black Christmas better? Of this. This, okay. Have you seen Black Christmas? No. No? Okay. It's a good movie. I like this movie better than Black Christmas. I thought you really Christmas. liked Black... Weren't you going to talk about Black Christmas one time? No. That was Krampus. Oh. Krampus. It was like forever ago. Uh, the other one is It's Alive, which was kind of a derivative of Rosemary's Baby, which Texas Chainsaw Massacre is clearly better than that. And then, not really a horror movie, but based on classic mm. horror tropes, Young Frankenstein also came out in 1974, which is a phenomenal movie. Yeah, that's better than this, yes. if we're comparing the movies, but you can't. So, I, I guess the kind of the, the thing that I was looking at when I, when I was, you know, thinking about ideas for this show, among 1970s horror... Where does this rank for you? And here are some of the other contenders. Contenders, excuse me. This contenders. is a strong decade for horror. Yes. Yep. Jaws, Alien, Halloween, The Wicker Man, Phantasm, Andrew, The Omen, Carrie, The Hills Have Eyes, Suspiria. This is some classics. I think this is definitely in my top five or six. Jaws, Alien, Halloween are my three favorite movies ever made, so they are ahead of this. And, yeah, there might be another one in there somewhere that I missed. But it's probably my fourth or fifth, I would say. Yeah. I'd say Alien, Alien would be better. Halloween. Yep. Phantasm. Because I have to say Phantasm. Not a, I, jo- not a Jaws guy? Jaws? Yeah, I guess, I think it's funny that Jaws is considered horror when the other stuff isn't. Like what? I consider it to be horror. Like Prisoners or Silence of the Lambs. Is that considered horror? I would consider it. Uh, Sounds of the Lambs horror. horror, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Thriller, psychological. No, he's a cannibal. He eats people. Dude, Sounds of the Lambs is a horror movie. 100%. I think so. Well, then, yeah, I mean, Jaws is phenomenal, but Jaws, yeah, I don't know. That's better than this. Yeah, Jaws is better. This would be bottom six through ten. Okay. I guess. It's not bad. Which isn't bad. Not bad. Definitely one of the most influential horror movies, though, ever made. Oh, phenomenal. I would argue. Uh, so a couple quick facts about this movie, and we'll get into our uh, our categories here. So the common misconception about this movie is that it's based on a true story, which it is and it isn't, okay? Okay. So some urban legends do say that the real, quote-unquote, real Texas Chainsaw Massacre took place near Poth, Poth? Either way, small town about 36 miles southeast of San Antonio. This is false, the film is fictional and is based loosely on the life of Wisconsin serial killer, even though he's not really a serial killer because he only killed two people. Ed Gein. So is he like a duo killer? Duo killer, yes. So it's Ed Gein. Like that he was confirmed, though. He yes, probably killed he more. probably killed more. Ed Gein is obviously uh, famously the, the killer that also inspired Psycho uh, from Alfred Hitchcock. Okay. Uh, it was also based on Buffalo Bill. Uh, the guy oh, that inspired Silence Buffalo of... Bill from Silence of the Lambs. Yep. I was thinking yep. that. I was thinking, I was like, oh, well, like, because Silence of the Lambs came out before this. No. No, 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 no. Silence of the Lambs came out in 1990 or yeah. 1989. No, no, no. So the same killer that in, that inspired Buffalo Bill in Silence of the Lambs, this 
uh, Leatherface was also based on oh, that killer, in addition that's... to Ed, Ge- Ed Gein. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I so. mean, yeah, you can see, yeah. Because Ed Gein used to be the, the he, he made lamps and shit and tables out of skin and bones and all kinds of weird shit. Did you wear, imagine wearing a mask of someone no, else's skin? so so disgusting. Ugh. And that's the inside like of Walking that thing Dead, must smell so too. Bad. This, movie, this movie is just disgusting. Walking I mean, Dead does that, too, in the newer series. Yeah. In the newer season. Series. You haven't brought up what I found to be Whispers. the funniest part of this movie. What's that? The opening to the movie, which you have up yes. here. Right? I was going to try and do a can clever you, like ad read with it. Can you read it? I want you to read it and then tell me what's <clears> wrong with it. Just right, read it quickly. No pausing. Just okay, read it Professor as if you would Andrew. normally read it. <clears throat> go ahead, no, Not grammatically. Read. Not grammatically. The film which you are about to see is an account of the tragedy which befell a group of five youths, in particular Sally Hardesty and her invalid brother, Franklin. It's invalid. That's the bad word, I'm assuming. It is all the more tragic <laughs> in that they were young. Yeah, you can stop right there. It's Had they lived yes, very, very long lives, they could not have expected, nor would they have wished to see as much of the mad and macabre as they were to see that day. For them, an idyllic summer afternoon drive became a nightmare. The events of that day were to lead to the discovery of one of the most bizarre crimes in the annals of American history, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes, you can tell this movie wasn't made... Four years ago, they refer to the guy, her brother, who's in a wheelchair, <laughs> just in a wheelchair as an invalid. <laughs> Motherfucker has just has his legs don't work. I mean, he's a little weird, but he's an invalid. But he's not an invalid, right? <laughs> like they call it an invalid. I was like, yeah. I, la- I that laughed. That seems so odd. Hard. That seems odd. That that was appropriate. It was they used to like lock people in the fucking attics if they were autistic. Be like, get the fuck up there, yeah. hide. Like so, so they call them an invalid. I think that's hilarious. They use that noise at the end at Barrett's when they're playing the oh, videos. Yeah. Oh, they do. Oh, yeah. I love Barrett's. Oh. The other funny thing about this is the name of the movie. It, would it have been as good as if it was called like the Texas Sledgehammer Massacre? No, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But that's Massacre. what he uses more than the chainsaw. Does he well, kill anybody with so the chainsaw? Does he I, literally kill a person? So this um, was actually my last. My you last cut people fact. up with the chainsaw. It's a scarier so, weapon. The movie is called The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There's only one person that is killed with a chainsaw. Right. In the movie. The and that is the Franklin, beginning. the guy in the wheelchair. He oh, gets, yeah. When Leatherface other... jumps out of the woods and fucking just. Yeah, which is great. That invalid oh, awesome. deserved it. <laughs> invalid. Uh, the only other person that gets cut while they're alive by it is Leatherface. Right. Yeah. It's true. Other than that, so you get the invalid, and then you get the other invalid, because I'm pretty sure if we're talking about invalids, Leatherface yes. was probably an invalid. Yes. Yes. Well, so, and, I, and that's to further, like I said earlier to Mike, when we were watching it, I was like, in the first one, Leatherface at the very end is like, he chops off his own arm at the end of it mm-hmm. on the remake. But then on the first one, he has both arms, and he's just like swinging his Oh, that's one of the best around. scenes at the end like, of the movie. Is it's when incredible. Just, it's, like, it's iconic. It's and crazy. It pissed. Like, he was so mad. He was like, I couldn't play with my best friends. They ran away. Yeah. And by playing with them, he meant Well, it's, it's almost kind of sad, and if you think about it, you, you almost kind of feel bad for Leatherface, because... He doesn't know just, any different than... So, so we'll, we'll get into this, okay? So this... We'll, we'll get there. Put a pin okay. in that real quick, all right? Pin. So this movie was directed by Toby Hooper, okay? Toby Hooper is an iconic horror director. He also directed the Salem's Lot adaptation that was on TV in the 70s, the late 70s, and he also directed Poltergeist, which is a classic. 
Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre was made on a budget of $60,000. And while it initially drew a mixed reception from critics because it was deemed to be too violent and exploitative and etc., etc., was highly profitable. Grossed over $30 million domestically, which equates to about $150 million as of uh, 2019. So this is a pretty successful movie when it came out, despite the fact it was so controversial and, you know, so censored and blah, blah, blah. Third. So we were talking about this earlier is, you know, where where does the chainsaw idea come from? So Toby Hooper happened to be in a shopping mall before this movie was written. He's from Texas. And uh, while standing in line at a hardware section, the store was so crowded, he saw a chainsaw mounted on the wall and basically thought this would be a good utensil to just mow down this crowd with. Which is a insane thing to admit that yeah. this is how this movie is based. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, I, sometimes I, I, I agree with him. I could be like, these people suck. Get them out of my way. But cutting them down with a chainsaw seems pretty, pretty, pretty aggressive. Toby Hooper, by the way, rest in peace, passed away a few years ago. You know what else you're leaving out that's rather underrated that he what? did with John Carpenter? It was the anthology, the three episode, like three, it was Body Bags. You ever seen that? I've never seen that. I think it's on Prime. It's like three separate stories. Like an anthology mm-hmm. with Toby Hooper and John Carpenter. Okay. Direct them. Okay. Awesome. It's pretty Sounds good. Great. Pretty solid. I mean, they're not great, but they're good. Like, if you like, it's like Tales from the Crypt style. Like, Dude, I love good. anthology yeah. shit. I'd watch that 100%. I didn't even know that existed, so I, I got to revisit that. So, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, surprisingly, as we mentioned before, one of the least bloody films of all time. Yeah, you only see the blood when he's literally. Cutting up the dead bodies. Yeah. But not in the real Actually, so, when he smashes the guy's head. The yeah, that, there's blood there, and there's other blood and other, like, bones Is that and the stuff. Best but you don't really see a ton of blood. Is that the best scene? I think so. I, well, like, the, uh, like it just, so. it's such a real, th- again, it gets back to reality. Uh, except the only part that isn't wrong with this reality is this guy's an idiot because banging on someone's door, they're not answering, there's nobody home. Yeah, you're, you're in the middle in. of somebody you don't know, and then you, you just walk in. You hear a pig squealing in the and house. And you go, and oh, go there's in. a pig squealing. I'd go, oh my god, there's a pig I'm squealing. I'm out of here. There's some, I'm in Texas. Mm. I would immediately take more caution if I was in Texas than yeah. anywhere else. And he just wanders in, and then he stumbles into that weird room, and you just hear... It trips. And fucking and then when he's coming the back face, up, And then whack. the best part of the movie, the two-hand fucking slamming the door shut, yeah. boom, and then you just have that it's like that vibration sound yeah. afterwards. Dude, that sound that it makes when he hits him in the head with that mallet. Is, it sounded like the guy really got hit with a mallet. Yeah. I'm wondering if people died And then died his, legs are, his legs are just like shaking and you hear his boots like hitting the floor. It's that looked like someone actually so dying. so scary. And like, we obviously get to in categories if this was a scary movie or not, but for me, like, I've been so... Desensitized. I've heard this... Yeah, desensitized to this movie. It's a perfect word for it. Thank you. Like, to this movie, I've, I know all about it, but, like, the first time you see that, and if you haven't seen The Texas Chainsaw Massacre and you watch that, I'm jealous because it's so good. And the first time you see that, that is scary. That yeah, because is everything that led up to that point is horrifying. scary the whole time. The fucking weirdo in the... Cuts his hand it, it and burns the picture oh in the butt. Oh, my God. It, it's just... Especially, like, when he just walks up on the porch and it's just fucking dead silent. And all he hears is that, quote-unquote, pig squealing, which is Leatherface squealing mm-hmm. like a pig, to lure him in. And it's just so fucking creepy. Yeah. And then the second... So creepy. And then, like, the next death is just as good. 
when he when she comes in trying to find him, and he just picks her up, and he Throws puts her on, her on the hook, the hook and then he starts to take apart her boyfriend with a chainsaw. Yeah. yeah. You don't see it, yeah. but that's what's happening. Exactly. So that's a perfect segue. So you don't see her go onto the hook. You see nope. her from the front, and you see you don't see the guy getting see, chopped up by the chainsaw. Her. No, because they yeah. can't. You see the half of his body that's Because on they the know if you show it, it's going to yeah, look fake. So Unless you really do it, which if they had, that would have been You want to hear something fucked? So Toby Hooper was actually shooting for this movie to have a PG rating. Now, keep How? in mind, keep in mind that there was no PG-13 at this time. Well, he wasn't putting, there was not very much blood. But Correct. at that time point, he, if he did it now, mm-hmm. he could n- never get a PG rating. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. But never even that. Like, so so PG. Uh, the PG-13 rating, did you know this, was actually invented after Poltergeist was made. Uh... Because Poltergeist was also rated PG. Jaws was rated PG. There was no PG-13. It was just G, PG, and R. See, that's the thing. And the Toby Hooper wanted a... to get the Texas Chainsaw Massacre to be rated PG. PG. Wow. Well, the thing with Jaws is it's not the fact that it's a shark eating people. It's the drunk yeah, conversations in the... the adult nature of the movie that makes it not PG. Exactly. It's not like, the fact that a shark is yeah. going to eat somebody. Correct. We've all seen Finding Nemo. Correct. <laughs> this, I mean, this is... Why well, trust a e- shark? E- either eh? way... <laughs> Could you imagine this movie if it was just parental guidance and they were you bringing your fucking seven no, or eight year old child to go see this not. movie? That's I mean, insane. I would take my child to see it. Probably, maybe not this. The I, I had I made, I made my my niece who was eight years old watch Sinister with me because mm. and that's a fucked up movie. But you knew that was a fucked up movie and you made her watch. Shout it. out, to yeah, the last that's episode. the same. Yeah. But like, you wouldn't just. I mean, if you said, so oh, that's even worse. This movie's PG. I would make her watch this movie. This movie's a classic. If she uh, if she liked horror movies, it depends on the child. But it's R. Like you wouldn't have a five year old watch a radar movie. Sinister is radar. But you'd have a you'd have a five year old watch. But a I knew PG, Sinister wasn't PG movie, maybe. So, so basically, yeah. no, yeah, obviously. But you wouldn't watch him have him watch a radar movie. That's a difference. Unless you don't care. That's a big difference. Unless it's not your child. So the only the only other movie well, yeah, that, that I can think matter. of that came out recently <laughs> for a horror movie that probably shouldn't have been rated R, but the content is just so disturbing, but there's barely any violence, barely any language, no nudity, no sex, is The Conjuring. That movie's rated R just because it's so dark, and it doesn't really even yeah, show Yeah, it has anything. nothing to do with how much... That's what makes... That's why I'm saying this movie's so horrific. Yeah. Is that it was trying to get a PG rating. Mm-hmm. First off, you're fucked if you think that this is going to get a PG rating. <laughs> Dude, the guy's putting a hammer in his... Almost dead grandfather's hand and telling him to hit the woman on the head. Talk about fuck. Like, he does connect Jesus. once pretty decent, and then you're like, oh my god. Well, and she gets like a good little smack on the back of her head. And they like, show it, yeah. yeah and, and they show like, it, oh and you're god. like, that looks like she actually really got hit on the back. So yes. another another little quick fact I almost included that I, I, I left out just for time was, uh, so apparently the guy that played the grandfather was not an old guy. He was just a, a young a guy that was on, yeah. like, you know, for... He basically went into prosthetics and makeup, and it took almost 20 hours to get him into makeup. And I guess he said he served in Vietnam and worked in that movie with Toby Hooper, and he would have preferred to have been in Vietnam than worked in that movie for another day. He kind of looked like fucking Johnny Knoxville from fucking Jack. Dude, he actually really did. 
He really did. It seemed like Leatherface had some sort of like uh, handicap or something like that, and you're absolutely I said that. right. You both said it, I think. Well, I mean, it's fairly obvious. <laughs> of course, of course. So basically, Toby Hooper allowed uh, Gunnar Hansen, who was the actor that played Leatherface, to kind of make the character his own, right? Just said to him, be a psycho, do whatever you want. He actually wore, uh, he's 6'1", but he wore three inch heels. In his shoes, so that he would so he tower over everybody life. else. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so Gunnar Hansen decided that he wanted to make Leatherface mentally handicapped, and that he never learned to talk properly. So he actually went to a school to go observe people that were handicapped to kind of do that type of a thing without being offensive, which is pretty progressive for 1974 yeah, I agree. like you could have had somebody just do you know a south park style thing that just seems no it's good research yeah, it's on good. his it's part yeah. well it made it a better movie because right. of it yeah it's more I, genuine. I, I agree and that's i feel like that's why it kind of holds up so well if, it, yeah. if they hadn't done that it might not have held up so well it might have been pretty offensive to uh that community uh when they were shooting this the company worked seven days a week 16 hours a day in South Texas, notoriously well, brutal heat, over 100 degrees during the day, and it would not get down below 80 at night. That is incredibly fucking hot. I would never be able to well, sleep. Well, that's the thing. Like, when they're, in the, when they're in the van, you can tell they're yeah. sweating. Mm-hmm. They're not being they're sprayed with water. They are sweating. That car, I bet you fucking Franklin stunk so bad. Yeah. Because... He didn't look like an individual that smelled good. Mm. Did you see the back of his arms? That wasn't part of like like they called like he had like cirrhosis or no not cirrhosis. <laughs> <laughs> cirrhosis, alcohol poisoning. Sebastosis of the blowholes. Sebastosis of the blowholes. What's the skin <laughs> issue? Um, eczema. Si- eczema. Eczema. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he definitely had eczema. There were scenes where like you show the back. You're like, it's just oh. Dr- and it was like, and it was like they just took whoever. Like now, like that's the thing with the remake. They were like, you need the best looking people. This was just a bunch of fucking scrubs hanging out, sweating in a van, and that is what made it so. And hard the other fun. ones were yeah. Like, this on isn't like a feel good movie that you watch and you're like, like, oh, like that's like a good movie and there's a lot of hot people. Like in there's it, just like, scenes no. in it that are unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Like when he's trying to pee in the can and it just rolls down the hill. <laughs> That's not necessary. That's just making fun of the fact that he's in a wheelchair, and it's funny. But that's not that. I, I I honestly like so we were we the, the weather is nicer now, and we were watching this movie today with our windows open, and I was actually like legit concerned that our neighbors might hear this movie out the window because I think they were in the backyard at the time, and I was like, my God, this just sounds like we're someone's <laughs> just getting tortured for fucking two like actually an hour and twenty minutes. That's how long the movie goes, which is great. I think another thing that works in its favor, it fucking doesn't overstay its welcome. It's hour and 20 minutes, in, out, boom. Yeah. Yeah. Good. It gets to the point. It doesn't yep. drag things out. Yeah. Speaking of the iconic locations, the house and the gas station and all that stuff, so since the film's original release, the location that was actually used as the house, uh, the Sawyer family house, it's now an open field. They destroyed the house. No indication there had ever been a house there before. Wow. House itself... So the, the structure, so the design, would... uh, relocated and turned into a restaurant, which is in Kingsland, Texas. Catherine, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. That's so sad that they tore the house down. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think they realized well, the time it was, was going to be. Set. I mean, it's not yeah. all real. So I mean, it's probably like, how the fuck are we going to clean all these bones out of here after the movie? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, did they probably just left the house a fucking dump? Yeah. 
They weren't sure they probably. But if did. they left the set there and turned it into some sort of haunted attraction, that would be amazing. Incredible. They would have made so much money off that. But well, so what? Well, you can actually you can revisit like the actual interior of the house, not looking like Leatherface and all that. All those guys are in there. They turned it into a restaurant, so you can see the actual house as a restaurant version of it. So. Oh. That's where I want to eat. Get some but bacon. the uh, the gas station that they visit at the beginning of the movie that is still in its original location and has been preserved by a horror fan. There's That's actually awesome. an article about it in Fangoria a couple of issues back about this guy's you know, uh, I guess kind of struggle to pay the money to keep this place open as like a tourist attraction type thing because there's just nobody that ever goes there. Cause right. It's in the, mo- the most remote region of Texas. And which it is, was fucking forever ago. Yeah, exactly. Which you, but I mean, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is an iconic Yeah, location. but would people, people flock love there stuff. for that? Not flock, but I If I it mean, was in a location. Dude, if I was driving through that area of Texas, I would 100% yeah, go. Yeah, so if it was, well, I... You would you know, too. No, I wouldn't. No, I would be fucking terrified, and oh. I would get the fuck. I would drive past that. But it's because, not like a real story. It's I fiction. know, but that's where I think that stuff would happen, and I feel like I'm not going to put myself in a situation where I may get massacred. But you know, it didn't happen. True, but that see, that's what I'm saying. That's why it scares me. You know how the fucking little boys in the closet. So you would puss out. You would not go. I would go. I'd rather go to like a haunted place because I'd be like, all right. At least I'm not going to get bludgeoned. <laughs> I may have oh, my soul so wait, you actually You'd you rather go, go to an to, actual yeah. haunted place yeah. versus go to where a movie was shot that's it, fake? That's so scary and creepy. It's so ass-backwards. It is backwards. Yeah, dude, I, because I, I'm not I, worried about... <laughs> paranormal stuff doesn't bother me. Dude, paranormal stuff would bother me more than no stuff, which would be on movie sets. Because they're movie sets. She does make a point. They're not actually like haunted houses. You do have it ass backwards, but like that's, you would think. Hey, but that it, stuff doesn't scare me because I. It, these are opinions. They're like assholes. Everyone has one, and they all stink. I don't know because I'm. To me, I'd rather be possessed than even have the opportunity to have what happened to those. That's terrifying. I'd be terrified. Okay, Andrew, if you're on a guided tour in the middle of the no, day I'm not saying that's terrifying. House? I'm saying I'm saying if I was if I had to pick a movie to be in, say it was The Conjuring or. Poltergeist oh, or okay. this. Well, I'd rather sure. be in that movie than this movie. This movie's terrible. No yes. one would even find my body. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> so yes, I would rather... That's what, and that, and that's what makes it feel so disturbing and so scary and so real is that it feels like it could actually happen like we discussed, okay. but it's also like you're so far away from everybody else that nobody would ever fucking find you. Right. Yeah. That yeah. is horrifying in and of itself. Oh yeah. Well, and it's... I mean... In the well, I'll say in the remakes. I keep referencing that because that's one of my top like three to five movies of all time. They're like kids that are going cross country. Like they're from the middle of nowhere and they're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So like, who knows where they are, what they're doing, so, whatever. Cat, let's let's we've talked about this enough. Let, let's dive right into the remake. Okay? Yeah. Came let's out. Dive. Came out. Came out in two thousand three. You love this fucking I movie. I do. I used to fall asleep to it at night sometimes. Wow, that's fucked up. <laughs> no. Well, I kind of did sometimes, so it's just I fell asleep. But that was in college, because it came out in two thousand three, right? Correct. We were in college. Yeah. Um, no, it's awesome. You were in it college was... in 2003? No, you weren't. Yes, I was. Yeah. I'm older than you. Oh, sorry, I was in uh, high school. <laughs> high school. We were in high school in 2003. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah that's what I yeah, meant. Yeah, I know. I was like, excuse me, were you a whiz kid? Hmm. No. I was 16, I was in college. You did the so numbers 17. wrong. But, uh, yeah, so, no, I really liked this. I liked this, um, movie a lot. I liked, I don't know, 
it was it was that time that all those kind of horror movies came out and like mm. Hills Have Eyes came out and this came out and like Saw was out. Yeah. And, like, this was the, definitely the right time. The, the, like, the, the time for remakes of classic yeah. 70s early 80s horror movies. Yeah. So they gave it its 30 years. And, and I, I think it's yeah. a solid remake if not a very good remake. I, I think it's say. a titacular remake. Oh. <laughs> you want to elaborate on that a little bit? <laughs> I don't think I need to. About our girl Jessica Beale? That's about all it takes. Yes. No she does look wonderful with her she, cowboy hat. That her... She's never looked better. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Actually, maybe in Summer Catch. Summer Catch, I was going to yeah. say, yeah. yeah. She's Mrs. Justin Timberlake. I, Still a babe. I do think it's it's more, well, it's obviously more graphic than the first one. Yes, it definitely, it goes more over the way top over with the, the gore. Top. Yeah. They do way, instead of doing the photos at the beginning, which reminds me of... I actually um, liked this better, what you're about to say. The part in the new one where they actually go down, it's like the, the cops video. going the, down the with found the found footage video. Yeah, that, that was scary. really good. I like that yeah, way that was better. good. Yeah. It was, um, oh, what was I going to think? <laughs> I'm making uh, Blair Witch? leather face <laughs> noises. Uh, no, the beginning of the original one where they're taking the pictures, the sound always reminds me of Silence of the Lambs. Like the end when she's taking pictures to try yeah. and see where she is. That's the scariest fucking scene. Yeah. Yeah, it's got Silence of the Lambs, like seven yeah. feel, like that sound. I know exactly, exactly what you mean. But uh, yeah, the 2003, 2003 remake, excuse me, produced by Michael Bay. Bay. Who I'm not a huge fan of. This was one of his better remakes because I feel like all he does is fucking remakes and bad boy movies. And there's some small changes to the plot that I don't feel like take away. I think they actually add to it a little bit, for instance. So it kind of removes the family element where the main characters are going to visit their grandfather's grave in the original one. And because they think that their grandfather's grave has been like desecrated yeah. and vandalized. That's why they're going. Because someone's going driving. around doing that, yeah. Which that with scene the, with the, the fucking guy yes, on the monument at yes, the beginning is like, oh, yes. gross. Is that a and, real bomb? In the remake, they're just friends going to a Leonard Skinner concert, which right. I feel like is more believable. Also, the hitchhiker in the remake is a female, and uh, she fucking she blows her brains out. And she, yeah. yeah. And in, in the original one, the hitchhiker turns out to be Leatherface's brother, and he escapes, and she, uh, Sally, the main character, finds out like when she gets taken well, off. Well, did he tag the... So he tagged the vehicle then? He must have. Because somehow. when he... No, with his blood? Yes. Uh, and yes, then they stopped yes. the gas station where his dad lit. Mm-hmm. So does he only... But th- that's the part that I don't get, because he's discouraging them from going to wander around. He's like, "Just stay here, have some bar." Well, either way, he's yeah. It's got to be. I don't know. Because there's something it's, about it's, it. There's. I. I don't know. I don't feel like too much thought went into that part of the plot. But yeah, this they must have some sort of a system to. Well, work I feel out like he actually doesn't to want to murder, but he doesn't like. And he doesn't like it. Yeah, as much as they do, even though yeah. he taught them to do it, which is weird. Also, in the remake. The subplot where they're trying to smuggle a bunch of weed back from fucking right. Mexico. Right. I thought that made it more interesting. I thought that was pretty cool. It was a nice twist. Yeah. I mean, but... And that kind of allows... It that... allows the, the, the cop, Arlie Ermey, from uh, uh, fucking it's... Full Metal Jacket and the Toy yes. Story movies, that guy. Yeah. yeah. It allows him to kind of be in a little bit more and kind of arrest them for whatever and take them hostage. Well, it's kind of irrelevant in the same way, though, because, like, he pulls them over 
No matter what, like it's not he didn't he may or may not have smelled weed because he was smoking a joint. It mm. was he's he's either smoking a joint or a joint in the car. Yeah. And that's like the only thing that was relevant to that at all. Yeah. Besides that there was nothing else mentioned. So it was just more of like a little flashy element that they kinda added in Dude, to be like, like when he shows oh, up also smuggling drugs. It's like, okay, well you can just be on your way to a concert. Like you don't need to be smuggling drugs too. Yeah. I mean, whatever. But it's It what seems it's, more it seems plausible though. Sure. And okay. Yeah. It's just so funny when like Arlie Ermy, whatever the grandfather character or the that character's name is in the remake when he shows it, because they call him because of the suicide in the car, and, like, he has the guy help him wrap the girl up in saran wrap. Yeah, like, oh, those so are, it's so fucked. graphic, so too. Disgusting. Like, that's... She has, like, brain bits on, like, the back of, like, um, the windshield. It was and... way, way more yeah. graphic than the first one. I mean... Because it had say... to be, to compete, like, at yeah. that it, time. It had to time. differentiate itself a little it bit also from the need, original. You needed and... that shock value. People weren't going to horror movies to watch. A lot of people don't really like horror movies. They like gore, is what right. I think the difference is. yeah. Not to Which like I don't it. agree with, but... What? I mean... I, I, I would prefer scary stuff over No, I know, but I'm saying gore. I think a lot of horror people pref- I agree. only I, talk I, about yeah, gore. I, mean. I just don't like fall into boring that particular as fuck category. And they, they bother me. And they yeah. associate horror with gore. Yeah, because they're losers. Yeah. Probably just alienated a bunch of our... No, no, no. Hey, hey, listeners. I think the one thing about the, the horror community is that people understand that they're, people have different tastes. So, hey, I don't prefer... Gore over scares. I like scares, so whatever. To each their own. Who gives a fuck? So I think we've talked a lot about how scary this movie is, and we've become desensitized to it because it's been parodied, and you've seen it so many fucking times, but hell yeah, this movie's scary. This is the reason that people have a fear of chainsaws. This movie. Um, yeah. Yeah. In every single haunted house now, there is a chainsaw. Mm -hmm. There's someone with a chainsaw in that haunted house. Any haunted house you go in now, Which the one year I worked in a haunted house, I had a fake chainsaw that I used in one of the scares. So, it was awesome. Talk about that. What was the fake chainsaw like? Was It It wasn't obviously an actual chainsaw, but what was it? Uh, it was much lighter than an actual chainsaw. Did it just blow air? But it was, yeah, it blew out air. It was like a leaf blower. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, you start awesome. up the same way. So basically, oh, I was, Jesus, uh, Jesus. I, I, I worked one year at a local haunted house, which is famous in Massachusetts. It's called Barrett's Haunted Mansion. And I worked there uh, a few times in October. And one time I was in the last room of the house, which is basically designed to scare the shit out of people right before they leave the haunted house and leave on a good note. And I had a fake chainsaw. And they painted up my face with blood all over it and shit. And basically I was just designed to scare the shit out of anyone that was thought they were leaving safely. It was fucking awesome. It was so much fun. Yes. I scared... So many fucking people. And actually, Kat came through that night with a few of our friends, and I think I got you guys pretty well, good, Well, I didn't know where you were, and so, like, through the whole haunted house, I was like, Mike! Then you get to the end, you're like, it's Mike! Me. And then all of a sudden, like, at the very end, he pops up, and he's like, bye! And I'm like, oh, honey, you look so cute! <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. you look great! <laughs> and he's like, hey, guys! Hey. I'm like, oh, that's like, awesome. like, damn it, I didn't scare you. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> I'm like at the very end I was like I walked through the entire thing and like everyone was like who's Mike why are you talking who's about him Mike? and I'm like <laughs> so yeah. but it chainsaws was awesome. you were great honey you thank were great. you thank you very much <laughs> chainsaws are scary because of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre I mean the first we talked about the first Leatherface scene where the guy gets bashed in the head with the mallet and he just pulls him in and he slams the door shut iconic terrifying 
Jerry finding that girl in the freezer yeah. when he, she he sees it she sees it excuse me like uh, or he sees it excuse me Jesus Christ Jesus. like rotating back and forth opens it up and she's still alive in there and she pops out and then Leatherface kills him oh, fucking it's so crazy good. yeah Leatherface coming out of the woods to kill Franklin the guy in the wheelchair in the dark with the fucking chainsaw dude just anything with Leatherface is just fucking terrifying it's yes. a scary fucking movie it's just yeah. and also everything with the disgusting gross grandfather with all the prosthetics and disgusting shit yeah, terrifying he is just fucked he was, fucked. he was the OG Leatherface yeah exactly any beefs with the cast in this I don't know any of them. I mean, I that's agree. what makes it so good. This is a movie you don't want. Like that's where I think the new one fucked up. Um, I think Julia you, Child less... would have made a great Leatherface. But then she wouldn't really. She like she can use her voice and just have different faces. I wouldn't use moderation, <laughs> especially in moderation. <laughs> Didn't the remake for Dawn of the Dead came out around the same time as this? Also a phenomenal remake. That's a great That remake. came out in when, 04. When so yeah, right around the same time. Picking them off from the roof yes. and playing um, Awesome. And they have all Frank like the, Sinatra by, yes. from, uh, but it's real big fish. So perfect. Version. It's so good. So perfect. I don't know if you can call any scene in this movie a favorite scene. I feel like most iconic is probably the best way to put it because this isn't the type of movie where you have a favorite thing that you revisit, but the dinner table scene. Leatherface coming out, slamming the guy in the head with the mallet, and slamming the door, which we already just talked about. And especially the very end, which I tweeted out from our show account tonight. Leatherface swinging around the chainsaw with one hand in frustration because Sally gets away at the end. Just iconic. The last shot of the movie. I forgot that someone actually survived. I didn't remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I always thought, because pretty sure in the beginning of the movie they tell you nobody survived. All right. So, since we were just talking about Barrett's Haunted Mansion, kind of a perfect segue. Yes. Another quick fact about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Been featured as a haunted house numerous times, which this would be a perfect haunted house. Chainsaws, scary people, enclosed tight spaces. And it's a house, exactly. Uh, Halloween Horror Nights, as always, Universal Studios gets all the best movies and properties to be haunted houses at their theme parks. Uh, in Orlando, it's been featured twice back at uh, Halloween Horror Nights tw- uh, 17, which is in 2007. It was featured alongside other properties like Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, and The Thing. And also featured at Halloween Horror Nights 26 back in 2016 alongside other properties that we've discussed in this podcast, including Halloween, American Horror Story, The Exorcist, Krampus, and The Walking Dead. And at the Hollywood Parks, featured three different times. So, translates very well to a haunted house. And how could it not? How could it not? I don't know, Mike. Tell me how. <laughs> Is there any other MVP for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre than Leatherface? Anything no. else that stands out more to you than Leatherface? I feel like it's a dumb question to ask because there's only really one answer. The Chainsaw. The Chainsaw. Actually, that's a good, that's a good answer. I, I like know. that. It's not a character. Nice job. Thanks. High five. High five. The Chainsaw. Yeah. The Chainsaw. MVP of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I would say the Sledgehammer is more. Mm, Maybe. It's not the Texas Sledgehammer yeah. Massacre, though. Should it's the be, Texas though. Chainsaw Massacre. That Sledgehammer saw a lot of action. A lot of yeah. thuds coming from that. That's correct. Final thoughts on Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Andrew, I'll start with you. Final thoughts. You know who else could be the MVP? Sorry, get back. No, continue. Um, it could be the grandpa too. 
Because yeah. he's when not he's, dead. He's yet. a fucking troop. He's been there for very long. I like long. how they no make you think he's dead. Is he wearing a leather face? That so, can't, no, that's not him that's looking old. Know. That looks like a leather face. It does. does. It does. It looks like he's wearing it, an old person's yeah. face. It's not his actual face, because when they showed it, I was like, that's not I alive. know. Well, you look, and like, oh. when she looks at him, I have and you're a, like... a comment on this. Continue. When she looks at him, and that girl goes in the room, and she, she looks at him, and it's like, she's kind of taken aback, but not like really taken aback, and then she looks at the other person, and the other person in the room is Is clearly dead. 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 The problem is that... He has that dead face look, but right. it's too bloated. It's almost like in Seven. Yeah. Is that yeah. what you were going to say? No, it's not what I was going to say. Go ahead. In Seven, where they, like, starve the person yes, to death. Yes, no, I know, I know what you're saying. In the bed, yeah. and, like, they're just all wrinkly, the and they're just disgusting skin, scene and of the whole yeah, movie. Yeah, that's kind of how they looked. He looks like we're going to do mask. Seven for an episode at some point. So. Did we talk about his weird fetish? The grandpa? I did earlier about him you... sucking on fingers to get the blood out of yes. it. Yes. Yeah. They cut so the girl's disgusting. finger and then he just sucks on it. Like, and it's, a, it's, people are like, well, that's not a fetish. No, it's a fetish because he enjoys it way too much. Probably popped a boner. Probably busted a dirty that, oyster. That in his might pants. have been the most uncomfortable scene. That was oh, so, so gross. He definitely was getting off on that. Like, we were watching it in broad daylight, and we were both sitting there, and I was just like, Jesus Christ, this is so weird and yeah. disgusting. Like, this is so demented. Like, oh, my God. But, yeah, this is what this movie is. So it was the kind of the first one to do it. And so we have all uh, – we have Texas Chainsaw Massacre to thank for all of the Hostel movies and all that other disgusting, gory bullshit that we've seen Saw since. Saw was which, after that, some too, right? glorious. Oh, my God, of course. Yeah. Saw came out in 2004. It kind of has that Saw element to it. It's too. funny that you have these gory movies from a movie that wasn't gory. Exactly. And that, that's, I think, the... <laughs> like, if, if you were to ask a random person what their, like, thoughts were on Texas Chainsaw Massacre, they would say probably gross, gory, disgusting, and there's literally almost no gore. It's insane. It's just crazy. It's just crazy because... The perception sometimes is what it is. And the perception is that it's a disgusting, gory movie, even yeah. though it's not. So It's just Word. a disgusting movie. Yeah. Yeah, this movie's <laughs> this movie's fucked. I mean, it's definitely not the type of movie that you want to like, you know, watch to be in a good mood. It's not like you're Forrest Gump. No, like or... I'll I'll go to bed with horror movies on. This yeah, isn't this. one of them. Not I don't this. want terrifying nightmares. Oh. I mean, well the remake I used to fall asleep too. Alright, so Texas Chainsaw Massacre guys, we uh have anything Final else? Thoughts, wrapping up. Put a fucking stamp. Put a pin on it. In yeah. That classic movie. Awesome yeah. time. Definitely check it out. It's on Amazon Prime, and uh, the, the movies that we've done recently, we've been trying to pick stuff that's you know not super recent, but is on streaming platforms. So if you uh, have Netflix, you can watch Sinister, which we talked about last week. If you have Amazon Prime, you can watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre. With fucking commercials, though. With commercials. Don't forget commercials. that. That's yep, a that's little correct. bit of a hindrance for me. With that being said, here's where you can find us on the following social media platforms on Facebook at America's Hometown Horror Podcast, on Twitter at Hometown Horror, on the Instagram at Hometown Horror Pod. You can also email us. How many times do I have to request an email? Uh, can somebody email nobody's us? Nobody's emailing us. Andrew has burped two episodes in a row when we've talked about email. Can somebody email <laughs> well, us? Well, I also burped twice make earlier. Make fun of Andrew's so. burping? You can tell me Hometown that I, uh, that was a corona burp podcast for all you fucking losers. Hometown Horror Podcast at gmail.com. Hometown Horror Podcast at gmail.com. You can also subscribe to this podcast. I just Wherever think, you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, 
and wherever else. So yeah, I feel like we would actually have emails if people got to the end of our podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they're not making it. Maybe let's try a uh, – can we do a new – just a test run? Let's put the email at the beginning be like, hey, if you have any comments about this, please email us. I wonder if we get more emails. I will certainly try that. Because then they're going to be like, that. oh, yeah, I fucking hate you assholes. Mm-hmm. Email us. Hey, and I'll be thrilled. I'll be like, someone listened to what I asked them to do. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's it for us tonight. You have uh, been listening to America's Hometown Horror. My name is Mike. I'm joined by Kat and Andrew. Thanks for listening. Bye, Say goodbye guys. to your listeners. Good evening. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Peace. Thanks for listening. And if you're looking for other podcasts to listen to, you can check out the other podcasts on the Art podcast network we have retro redoctopus we have america's hometown horror bar talk old colony cast and of course inebriart so you can check those out wherever podcasts are found like comment and subscribe so we can reach more listeners and thanks for listening